Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confidence Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Here, we dive into topics that reach far beyond the salon. I'm your host, Misty Jane. I'm a life and money coach for stylists who are obsessed with personal growth. I help you enhance your mindset around money, build a business that lights you up, and create a life of peace. Me and my guests are on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Wanna join me? then you're in the right place. Hello there, friends. Welcome to part two, because we are getting our financial shit together in 2024. I can't sing. I don't know what that was. Um, (laughs) So in the last episode, we talked about how to assess your situation, because it's the beginning of the year, and I really, really want you to go into this year with a whole new mindset around your finances, and I want you this time next year to go, oh my God, I am so glad I listened to Misty, and I am so glad that I got my financial shit together. And then I want you in my DMs just thanking me to pieces for inspiring you and how much you love your life, okay? That is the goal. (laughs) But for real though, um, I've said it before in the last episode and I'm going to say it again probably over and over. Getting your financial shit together can absolutely relieve so much stress out of your life and it can open up opportunities for your life that you never even knew were possible. The fact that I am even sitting here on a Thursday recording this in my home that I love, not in the salon working my ass off, just goes to show that getting my financial shit together was able to put me in a position to create this business and to impact the industry in a way that I now get the opportunity to do. Now, although this may not be a goal for you, You have your own goals and desires rolling around in your head that you can use your money and your income to create, but you have to put in steps. You have to truly believe and prove to yourself that you are able to make these financial decisions and it's not going to feel that easy at first because why? your entire life, you haven't been doing these things. And today, I want to talk about, so we talked about assessing the situation. That is kind of the reactive, um, things have already been done, you know, what, what facts can I pull from the past to change my future? 
Today, we are going to bust some myths around spending plan because your spending plan is your proactive um, your proactive approach. So this is actually what can I do to plan for my future rather than how can I react to my past. So you've heard me talk about spending plans. If this is not your first time here, you've heard me bust a few myths, but I'm going to package them up all pretty and nicely for you in this episode because Again, there, there's just this misconception. The moment that I say budget, because a spending plan is just that. It is a budget. I like to call it a spending plan because really that's what it is. It is a plan of where you are going to spend, period. When people hear budget, they think they have to be on a budget, which sounds what? It sounds restrictive, Sounds like I don't want to do that. That's what it sounds like, right? I don't want somebody telling me where my money can go, where I can spend my money. Well, here's the deal, friend. Your budget or your spending plan is you telling you where your money can go or where you can spend. So if you are making a budget that is restrictive and you are unable to have any joy in your life or do anything that you like to do, You have restricted yourself, not the budget, okay? The budget doesn't make itself. (laughs) So that is the like number one thing I hear is that, well, a spending plan is going to be restrictive. Friend, no. If it is restrictive, you're doing it wrong. And I very much teach to value-based spending for that reason. I want you to put your money towards things that make you happy and create the life that you want. I want you to put your money towards things that you value. When you create a spending plan, you are able to give yourself permission to spend your money on the things that you love. And not only are you giving yourself permission, but you're making sure that it is fitting into the the idea of what you want your life to look like and it's fitting into your goals. So say one of your goals is to get out of debt, but you're not, you don't have a spending plan and you're just kind of going, I want to get out of debt, but not actually like creating how you are going to do it. All this money that you are like spending unintentionally on things that you don't really value, that you don't really care about, could be going towards paying off of off your debt. So you could be prolonging your goals, even if you're paying a little extra here, a little extra there, your unintentional spending is unintentionally prolonging your goals. And then it feels like you're in that hamster wheel of how do I get out of this, Right. But here's the thing, you get out of it by creating a spending plan. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be complicated. The whole idea, there's so many apps, there are spreadsheets. I have an amazing spreadsheet um, that I will tell you all about if it's not already in this episode um, that can help. There are planners you can buy, budget planners. There are so many different ways to be able to sit down and create your spending plan. So let's not make it restrictive because I'll tell you right now, if you make your spending plan restrictive, you're not going to stick to it. You're just not. Who wants to, if your goal is to get out of debt and that's something that's possibly going to take a year, two years, three years, 
I mean, mine took two years to get out of. If you, for two years, you plan to restrict yourself until the debt's paid off, you are going to give up. The idea here is not perfection, it's consistency. So do not restrict your budget so much that you cannot be consistent. And you go, you know what? Fuck this, you only live once. And then you just start going back to your old habits. It ain't gonna work, friend. It's just not. So know that a spending plan is not restrictive, or at least it doesn't have to be restrictive. And if you're making it restrictive, it's time to switch it up. So there's this idea that the only thing that should be in your spending plans are the important stuff. I don't like it. I don't like it. No. What needs to be in your spending plan? Anything you spend money on. If you are a weed smoker, then you need to put it in your plan. If you love shoes, then you need to put it in your plan. If you love brunch, coffees, target runs, home decor, put it in your spending plan. Couple things here and why this is actually going to make you feel more in control of your money is you are going to be able to, before the month even begins, create a plan. It's going to show you how much you made or how much you will be bringing in. And we'll get, I'll talk about that for um, our hairstylist inconsistent income in a second. Okay. So bear with me. It's going to show you how much you're going to be bringing in and where it's going to go. So if you put into your spending plan all your necessities and you have a thousand dollars left over, that is when you can start implementing that money into places. So whether your goal is saving, you can add it into savings, some of it into savings, you can put it towards debt, you can put it towards shoes, you can put it towards a vacation, you can put it towards a fancy restaurant, you can put it towards your weed. But you need to be able to look at how much money will be coming in and where it's gonna go once it comes in. The cool part about this perfect example. My husband and I, um, we, our goal was to pay off, we had credit cards and a car and our goal was to pay all of that off and we were able to, it was $48,000 altogether and we were able to do it in two years. Well, two years is a long time. I like vacations. So we made a deal that we were going to, once we paid off all of the credit cards, we were going to go on vacation. So what we did is we created a spending plan that allowed us to put a specific amount of money aside for vacation as well as putting a specific amount of money aside uh, um, towards paying the debt off faster. So without a spending plan, we would have tried to do both and it probably wouldn't have went very well because we wouldn't have known how much we were even able to put towards the credit card and we wouldn't have known how much we were even able to put aside for vacation. The spending plan gave us permission to the day, not even joking, this was so great, the day that we paid off the credit cards, we booked a vacation in Mexico that we had the funds sitting there waiting for. So we didn't have to put that trip on a card and go back into debt for it. And the thing is, is that trip felt so good because we planned for it. We gave ourselves permission to not only celebrate our win in Mexico, but also to be okay with setting ourselves back two months on our debt payoff to celebrate in Mexico. 
So the plan shows you that. The plan shows you if I make these changes and if I put this money towards something else, what will happen? Will I have to cut back here or will I be able to pay this important bill here, right? That is all a spending plan is. And I said in part one, if you haven't listened, it's probably too late, but go back and listen. <laughs> um, you have to be honest with yourself. The spending plan shows you facts. This much is coming in. This is where it's able to go. If you're bringing in $5,000 a month, but you're spending $6,000 a month, you are putting yourself in a hole. And if you're not actually paying attention, you don't even know that you're doing it. So your spending plan is going to prevent that. So it doesn't have to be restrictive. You can add celebrations in there. It doesn't have to be this, um, you know, only necessities. If you like to throw $5 out your window every single day because it makes you feel good, put it in your spending plan, okay? Here's another misconception that it takes a long time. Oh, sitting down and doing a budget sounds exhausting. Here's the thing. It doesn't have to. Is it going to take some time the first time you do it? Sure. Getting it set up takes a minute. You got to figure out what your bills are. You got to put them into the app, the spreadsheet, the pieces of paper, whatever. But once you are used to it, and once, especially if you're using like an app that carries over every month, it's so easy to go in and adjust, every, you know, the months ahead. So, it does not take a long time. It's like anything else. It's going to be a little uncomfortable at first. You are going to forget things when you first start a spending plan. I actually recommend adding a miscellaneous um, category and see, like, I usually have $100 to $200 budgeted for miscellaneous because that's going to be the stuff you forget. That's going to be either the stuff you forget or the random shit that pops up, like having to take my son to the doctor and getting um, medicine, you know, buying Band-Aids, like, you know, little tiny things like that. The ice cream truck comes by and we want to get, you know, whatever. Um, so you're going to forget things. Give yourself some grace. Again, this is not about perfection. It's about consistency. The idea of the spending plan is to give you awareness. I have never had a perfect spending plan in the five, six years that I have been doing it, ever, ever. But it gives me awareness and I'm able to look at it and go, oh, I spent way more than I wanted to in this category, so maybe I need to cut back in this category for the rest of the month. It's a thing that you can look at and actually see what is going on rather than just avoiding the numbers and avoiding, um, you know, the, the, spe the unintentional spending that, that is creating the stress around the financial freedom that you're looking for. So don't be scared of the spending plan. You will get to the point where you will actually love it because it's going to make you feel in control. Now, I want to kind of rewind a little bit because I had mentioned, um, you know, it's what you're spending, your income minus what you're spending. Our incomes fluctuate. I get it. It's a little bit harder for us to budget and create a spending plan because of that. My recommendation is what amount do you know you will be paying yourself every month no matter what, okay? If you maybe like some months you or some, you know, weeks you bring in or months you bring in 3,000, sometimes you bring in 4,000, sometimes you bring in 3,500, sometimes you bring in 3,200, whatever. 
If you know for a fact $3,000 will always, always, always be in your account, that is the number you are going to, to start with with your spending plan. Okay. If you make more, because you more than likely will, that you get to decide what you want to do with. Do you want to put it towards savings? Do you want to put it towards debt payoff? Do you want to put it towards your vacations? Okay. If you use cash or if you receive cash, you still need to put it in your spending plan. Cash is still income. I know. I know. It's free money. No, it's not. It's money. It's money that you can put towards your future. And I want you to start thinking about it that way. I want you to start thinking about every single dollar that you spend is a vote for your future. So what exactly are you voting for? So I hope that this was helpful to kind of bust up some myths around budgeting and spending plans because I'm going to tell you right now, the spending plan is the thing that is going to make you feel better about your money. It's going to make you feel in control. I remember it took us about three months of our journey to go, holy shit, we've got a handle on this. We felt financially free before any of our debt was paid off because we had a plan. We had a plan that we were able to look at and adjust when we needed to. And we were able to pull, you know, from things when things didn't go our way. Our biggest fear is, well, what if an emergency happens? Well, you have a plan that you can adjust. I want you to be super, super hard-headed about your goal and then be flexible with your method. It's the same thing with a spending plan. You can create a spending plan. And then life can happen. Well, guess what? Now you have something laid out that can help you maneuver the plan in a different direction. Instead of just going, oh my God, I got to get new tires. Holy shit, I could hardly even afford my electric bill last month. How am I going to pay for these new tires? Well, now you have something that you can look at. And you can go, oh, this is how. Okay, we'll cut back here a little bit for now. Maybe we can you know, move this around. Maybe I won't be able to pay as much on my debt because we have to buy the tires. But you're okay with it because you are in control of what is happening rather than feeling like life is just reaching into your bank account and pulling your money out. You get to be in control. Your spending plan is the thing that is going to give you the control. So I hope this was helpful. Again, we're doing a couple part series this month. So if you did not listen to the first episode, I highly, highly recommend it. Um... I want to hear. I want to hear how you're doing. I want to hear how you're liking these. If you are creating the spending plan, let me know how it goes. Pop in my DMs at Missy Jane um, underscore Missy Jane underscore um, or the Cash Confidence Stylist on Instagram. And I would love to hear how it's going, how you're feeling, um, and all of the things. And I will chat with you on part three coming soon, aka next week. <laughs> Once again, thank you for listening to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners more than you know. If you like what you hear, please screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me, Misty Jane, and the podcast at Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. You can even take it a step further and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Talk with you on the next one. 